Who is it? Hoya majokta. Hoya matalo. She went shopping. Hoya marketi mado. Haba habiba kuti mitkude. Okay, haba. Yo, walk on. Assalamu alaikum. Damantina kusa the weather and welcome to Hoya Matala podcast. I'm Lee, short for Liban. I'm Sam, short for Samata. Yeah, and we're back for another episode, man. We back. We back, baby. Back for another episode. Yeah. And this week we've got a uh, a young lady from from the neighborhood, from the community on, a young sister who um attended the same school as us and who went to Oxford University and has graduated. So do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, so um it's very nice to be here. Um but yeah, like like Liba mentioned, um I've I've just graduated, just completed a degree in law from the University of Oxford. Um, I started in 2018 and I've now just finished up in 2021. Um, so yeah, I thought, I thought it'd be a good opportunity to come here, have a bit of a discussion about Oxford in itself, like a little bit about my experience, application process, um, and sort of see if I can give some some tips and, and some advice to sort of people in that 18-year-old position, you know, that same position I was in a few years ago. So uh, when the time came for you to apply... Like, how did you get most of your, like, your knowledge? Like, who who was the person that informed you on the procedure of how to apply? Um, f- for me, it was it was a bit of a last-minute decision to apply. Um, obviously, for those of you that are familiar with, like, the UK process, you get five spots, five universities to pick. Um, and I'd chosen my five universities. Um, and originally, Oxford actually wasn't on it. Um, and it was sort of a very last minute decision. It was a very like, it, it actually ended up practically speaking. Um, I needed, I had three universities that were in London and the two outside of London and one was a bit too far. <laughs> so I was trying to look for like universities within a certain radius and it just so happened that Oxford was one of them and I had the predicted grades to apply. So I had a tutor that was like, you, you might as well put in an application. So I, I rushed the personal statement in, in sort of a couple of days, um, got some people to look it over. And and in terms of just like advice for the application process, you know, I, I went to a sixth form. So obviously, as 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 Lee mentioned, we, we all three of us, all three of us? Yeah, all three <laughs> of us. Yeah. All three of us just stopped joining. We went to the same secondary yeah. school, which... Um, as far as I'm aware, it do, it doesn't necessarily have. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. It didn't really have a strong record for sending anyone to Oxford. No, really, I think there not. was one boy I knew of that went to Cambridge. I think the year before I started, or maybe the year I started. I think you lot might he know that a bit better. He was in me. my academic year. There was actually one. Funny enough, he was Somali too. Yeah, actually, Somali yeah, yeah. So it was actually um, himself. He went actually to Cambridge, and then it was you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we don't really have a strong track record. No, yeah, so but the difference, the, di- the difference was obviously he, 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 fi- he completed sixth form at yeah, the school, whereas, whereas I yeah. didn't. Okay. So, so this is so, so a bit like a bit of background. I started, I started year seven, same school as as, as these two guys. I would, I don't know how you lot would describe it. I would describe it as a pretty average state comp school yeah. in London, maybe slightly below average in terms of grades and stuff. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I wouldn't say it was, you know, academically, it wasn't fantastic. It wasn't nope. great. It was pretty average, if not probably actually kind of below average. Got, yeah, probably got was. <laughs> yeah, probably got, got, got a lot better when I first joined and then it got a lot worse again just for things. So like, it was it was a very sort of, if you think average London school kind of vibe. Um 
and then I didn't really um like I didn't really know anyone that like I knew people I think I, I don't know I think uh, I think the school did produce a few people going to like pretty good unis but it wasn't very common did you know anyone like did did you personally know anybody that that went to like a Oxbridge uh university on um no so the first no the way it was for me like I'd never thought about any of this until basically I was really lucky I had a really like great teacher in year nine so before that I'm gonna give a shout out to that teacher (laughs) (laughs) I'm still actually in contact with the. With oh really? The teacher. Yeah, All right. Like what department the was it? Like English, English teacher. So I had an English, it's always, always English teacher. It's always English teacher. Always an English teacher. But yeah, so like yeah. before that, I don't think I'd ever considered it. But what the school? So the school we went to had really strong um, teach first links. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. one so thing I can agree on. Yeah, yeah. All of our teachers were sort of teach first, yeah. and teach first is very much, you know, these very young, excitable, like exactly. driven, mm-hmm. like teachers. And actually, like I don't know if like you guys spoke to them a lot, but a lot of them came from really top universities. Yeah, yeah. So the alumni Oxford, was actually from yeah. great universities. I had actually a few science teachers that were from either Cambridge or Oxford. Yeah. Funny enough. Yeah, so yeah. So they were actually on the teach first scheme. Mm. So that's actually yeah. yeah but so funny enough, that that teacher that we um that we were speaking about, he came from that program. Yeah, correct? So the he was from teacher. the teach first program too. So in the previous episode, as some of you might be a bit more familiar with, we spoke about um you know having the representation of our business teacher, for example, in Somalia, and he was actually on the Teach First program too. And like she mentioned, he was actually from a Russell Group University. So the thing is, I think, do you want to give a bit more insight about what Teach First really is? Yeah, so Teach First is basically, it's a, like an alternative route into teaching. So it like you basically do two years of training and it's it's very it's very much like on the job training. So these are like really young people. So you can basically do something called the PGC, I think it is. Yeah. Just like a year in university learning. These teachers sort of get like a six week crash course and then they're straight into a school. Straight. But they're also sent to sort of underperforming schools. Yeah. So um a lot of these teachers actually like were very out of their depth. Like very. a lot of them were very you know, I I used to walk in. I remember one time accidentally leaving something in a room, walking in, the teacher was in tears. I was like, oh my God, what do I do? Um, but it was very common for them to sort of be out of their depth. They were very young. They were 21. Yeah. They came yeah. from these top unis. They A lot of them like privately educated, went to good schools. And then they got put in the school we were at. And I think there was a bit like out mm-hmm. of it a little bit. 100%. I, I find it a bit funny because like you said, they came from these great establishments. Also like, you know, Oxbridge on all these great universities but the thing is they got thrown into the deep end to our, sc- mm. our school and they didn't know how to uh, really deal Never. with these kind yeah, of yeah, different yeah. students so it's actually funny to come across where I had a couple of science teachers who were actually from I think they were from Cambridge actually so they didn't know how to deal with us properly oh maybe they're from the countryside I'm not sure <laughs> whether they came from these different kind of backgrounds wealthy folks or whatever that might be so it was a massive like eye opener it was them. a massive shift for them yeah. and uh, like so like for example like the English teacher, I, like, I, sp- I spoke to him and, and like a few others actually about the shift for them because I, so it's one of the good things about Teach First is that you get these really excited young teachers. Mm. The other, the, the the real problem with it is most of them don't stay beyond two years. Nope. So yeah, they're not, t- their I turnover know, is very like, is, it's very, very high. They come for two years and then they like, they can't hack up. They're all like, they finish the two years and they get out as soon as they can. So it's, it's, it was, you know, it's, it, it has its issues as well. They just literally dip their toes in. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. And they and mm-hmm. then like, it's a it's a great opportunity. They like 
you know, like if anyone is ever looking for teach for, for a job, teach fresh is a great way of like because yeah. it it also they have really strong links with a lot of um like a lot of companies like within London, so like PwC and stuff like that. Yeah. They've got really I've seen it. So yeah. often what happens is you do the two years and then they help you branch out if teaching is not for you anymore. Um, but the the point was because of Teach First, we had like very excitable young teachers who. You know, like a bit of a white savior complex, but it was kind of cute. Like they wanted to, you know, yeah, they were like, "Let's come definitely. and save the kids." Let's save these <laughs> yeah. immigrants and everything yeah, else. Yeah, no, like, definitely. Show them something. <laughs> but like, having said that, I mean, it was it was like very useful for me. Like in so I, yeah. so my English teacher was the first person I'd met who'd been to Oxford. Um, and I remember when he told us and we were just like, "Whoa!" Like, wow! Like I literally thought it was like old white geniuses. I was like, "Wow, this is amazing," and he very much like planted that seed. He took us on a trip there in year nine. Mm -hmm. And then he also then in year 10, he really like pushed me to debate. And I think that's what was like really helpful for me personally, because it like taught me a lot outside of academic, like, you know, the academic yeah. curriculum and like going a bit f further than that. Um, and again, I, I think I think I got to see Oxford again the second time. But it was actually the first time we went um, it was it was like we were we were all sort of out of our depth. We didn't know what was going. It was the like English class. We all went and we were like, wow. And you know, if you ever get the chance to visit Oxford, it's a beautiful city. Like it's a very very beautiful city. Very a nice lot city, yeah. of yeah, mm -hmm. old scary looking buildings. Yeah. So very like intimidating. Um, but it was also very white. I was very white when we went. Like we we noticed straight away. Um, and me and my friend, Asian friend, actually, we were like joking. We were like let's spot the black person. <laughs> like, <laughs> we were walking around trying to find, like, uh, trying to see if we can find any black people there. Um, and funnily enough, the first black person I saw was a Somali boy. And it was, mm -hmm. we were in a college, we were in um, a college called Hartford, and we were sort of sat um, at the dining hall. And he came over to me, actually. He came over to us, okay. sat with us, and he was so lovely, like, a really nice guy. He was just like, yeah, like, obviously, like, he was like, yeah, you're Somali. Like, he, I obviously recognised I was Somali straight away. And I was with friends, and he sat, and he spoke to us for a little while, and he was really great. And it was, like, a proper, like, eye-opening experience for me, I think, because it was like, oh, wow, like, he's just like me, and he's here. Mm. There's no reason. And and so, so it's because it's what, it's, what, it's what you guys were talking about, like, representation and why yeah, it matters. Because it was, you know, like, my English teacher and, 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 and obviously other teachers had said before, like, this is obviously something within your grasp. Yeah. But when I saw someone there that was just, like, me telling me, no, like, yeah, it's completely within your grasp at 13 years old, that was, like, very like a key point for, for, for my like trajectory from, from there on in. Um, but then after that, like, I'm not gonna lie, I kind of forgot about Oxford <laughs> for a little while. <laughs> but about that shit. Like I got, I think I got yeah. to um, year 11 and basically I had to make the choice about whether to stay at the school that you two yeah. were at yeah. or whether to, to move on to another school. And it was a bit of a difficult one cause uh, like a lot of my friends were staying um but actually funnily enough what i had was uh, so the school at the time was going through a lot of changes like negative changes it was kind of in not a great place a lot of teachers had left at that mm -hmm. point a lot of the teachers i had for years that english teacher all of my teachers had basically gone and for the few that were remaining actually a lot of them like told me to leave like a lot of them pulled me aside me and a couple of friends that they saw potential in and they were like look this is not the place where you leave like go elsewhere um and in the end, I made the decision to leave because basically I couldn't study the subjects I wanted to study at, mm -hmm. at the school. Um, and then also, 
you know, I don't know. Maybe I was looking for something new because we really, <laughs> me in a, in a group, like nobody had fr- from from my school had actually ever gone to the sixth form we ended up at. Yeah. Um, it wasn't really in our borough. It was a bit further out. Um, so wait, um, <coughs> uh, like at that point there, like when, when when you're going into sixth form, do you have Oxford in your mind? No, not, not at yet. all. Not at all. Like I think, uh, I, d- I think the the important thing it did for me was actually it just made me think about university. Because one of the things you'll find is often students that go to like, you know, these private schools or other schools, these conversations and these thoughts and stuff, they've been having it for years and years and Mm. years. You know, I just never really thought about my life beyond my town. and beyond. I didn't think about the future. I didn't think five years on from now, like, what am I going to be doing? Where am I going to be going? And actually, one of the things was I didn't see that many people like going to like uh, for, for me, a lot of like a lot of the people I knew that were going to university were sort of my generation. So I didn't, like, in terms of, like, parents and stuff like that, I didn't really know many, like, professionals or, like, a lot of people that work in the healthcare industry and things like that. So it was, like, it wasn't really, these weren't thoughts going through my head. Like, I obviously knew academically I wasn't not bright. I was was obviously, like, did quite well and stuff. But just it just wasn't, like, you know, 13 years of age, like, these thoughts weren't really in my head. But I think... What happened was I basically was aware at that point that I could probably do quite well. Like I could probably go to a university that's quite good. um, And that's something I should think about. It wasn't necessarily Oxbridge at all at that point. Um, Even when I was sitting my GCSEs, to be honest, I wouldn't say I was that serious of of a student. Like I have to admit, like for me, like a lot of it, like at the time I was quite lucky. Academically, things came a bit easier to me, I think, like. Because often, you know, you'll hear the rhetoric of, like, people work... I worked really hard to get here and blah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, of course, blah. yeah. You hear it all the time. Y- yeah, but, like, obviously, I think it comes easier to some people than it does some... You know yeah, I mean? course, I'm not yeah. an, a naturally athletic person, obviously. Yeah. But, like, for some people... <laughs> 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 no, no. But for yeah. some people, obviously, that's something that they can do. Yeah. Academically, I knew that I just... I grasped things quite quickly compared to other people. So things with GCSEs, for example, like it wasn't like I was working really hard and putting in loads of work and I knew where I wanted to be. Alhamdulillah, like it came quite easy. I probably could have done much better yeah. um, than I did. But like I did, I did completely fine. And um, so like it was one of them. But then when I got to A-level, and this is one of the key things I realised actually is it wasn't necessarily that the standard of teaching at the se- at the secondary school we were at was bad. We had fantastic teachers and they were really, really like mm-hmm. good and excitable. It was the culture shift, you know, like I came into this really big sixth form college um, in, in Harrow. It's called St. Dominic Sixth Form College. So it was actually a um, Catholic sixth form college, but it wasn't very Catholic at all. There was nothing Catholic about it. Um, but it was a very different academic environment. It had a lot of students from the private schools, local private schools, um, and like the sister schools. And like, there was a real like academic, like people wanted to do well. People wanted to go to top universities. So did that like, did that drive you to do better? Oh, 100%. And like, was there like a shock factor at first? And did it take you long to adjust? Like, I think, like, I think what I realized very quickly is actually like, I was on, at that point, I realised I was on a slightly different trajectory than some of my friends who'd stayed behind at my, because I think very quickly I had to adjust and be like, oh, okay, well, after, you know, this is really a step up. And actually, like, I had a lot of friends that, from, like, the previous school that dropped out first year of A-level. Like, I think it was quite common for people to drop out, like, in year 12. So I had a lot of friends that dropped out. And, you know, I think, I think that shift, I think I realised quite quickly, like, the shift was different for me at this school. Like I had to one work harder, 
I mean, I still won't say I worked that hard, but I had an environment of people around me. I had great friends. Um, and, and it did it did make me sort of and like just you know like there's certain things like you know like in 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 secondary school I was late all the time like I was late daily I mean to be fair I was late in sixth form too but like at the beginning I wasn't you know and like there's there's certain things where it's just like like free periods and stuff like you're more inclined to do work or like things like the you know you'd have things like prep work like you'd have to get work done before the lesson you know I never heard of sh- like that kind of stuff before and like it wasn't very strictly enforced the sixth form I went to was very casual like very good like vibes very kind of chilled out but the students had a very different mentality and it felt a lot more mature because okay. I think they really treated you like you were young adults yeah. that's a big difference probably yeah. I'd say a sixth form, a big difference yeah. between a sixth form actually and a sixth form college slash a college. With a sixth form college or a college, they really treat you much older. Like there's no dress code, there's no you have to be here for these three periods. You can go, come and go as you please. You're an independent adult. You do as you please at that point, you know. And I think that was very good for me at the time. I think being away from, you know, like my friends who I love, but like challenging myself in that way was pretty like a good thing for me. Yeah. Um, and and at the end of basically in my first year of uh, yes um I did pretty well so in that year I did so I got three A's and a C <laughs> so the C was um actually a, a failed yeah. statistic exam I actually got you in my stats exam oh. so you know who knows you know you, you can get used and still get into Oxford but um but I got for the, for the grades I needed for the three I needed I got three A's and the way the predicted grades work at that school was that they um they would up you one grade but if you were, ch- I think the the rough guide was that, you know, in order to get an A star predicted, you needed to be in like the 90% kind of thing, or you just negotiate with your teachers. And I managed to get three predicted, three A star predicted grades off of the back of my AS results. Um, so when come early A level, like the come a- early year 13, I still wasn't really thinking Oxford. It wasn't until my form tutor saw my predicted grades and was like, well, have you thought about making an application? But the thing was, my sixth form had a rule that you could only apply to Oxbridge if you had a certain grade average from your GCSEs, Mm -hmm. which I didn't actually have. I didn't meet that grade average. So for my GCSEs, I actually didn't do that fantastically. I got two A's, stars, and basically all A's for the rest of them. Um, But what they wanted was sort of like a minimum of about five A stars for you to be able to apply to Oxford. Um, and I obviously didn't have that. So I knew that they weren't going to be very supportive of my application, especially because it was a school of about like 600 plus per year. So obviously you're going to get quite a few applicants to Oxford and Cambridge. So they really prioritised the students they thought would get in. Um, I was not one of the students, to be honest. But like either way, they let me put in an application and I sort of, like I said earlier, I rushed the personal statement Sorry, wait. You see, you see. At this point, yeah. Do you have some kind of like mentor, like that English teacher, at this point in this new school? Um, like I had, I had a form tutor who was lovely. She was really nice, but obviously, because you have like six hundred something plus students, the form tutor has a lot of you know like students. I wouldn't say it was necessarily uh, a mentor or anything. In terms of like at that point of the application, it was quite. Like it was just basically, at that point, all I needed was personal statement. Okay. And with personal statement, there's loads of support online. And then I just took it to my English teacher and I was like, can you check this for like grammar mistakes and stuff? And he was like, yeah, it's all good. Um, and so then, and then I, and I just sort of sent it off at that point. Um, 
but it and and then you just it's a bit of a waiting game at that point it's a bit of like uh you'll see because i think i think this might be wrong but i think about 40 of us applied to Oxford or cambridge um and then about 20 of us got uh interviews at that point um and that was that was a that was a difficult day the day interviews were coming in was a very difficult day because obviously like for me it was quite a last minute decision it wasn't that much thought in it I didn't really care I didn't have that much going for like Oxford at that point actually I was really like interested in my London unions that I applied to so like, you didn't feel any pressure at not all. at all because at that point you know like I'd, I'd visited LSC I really liked it I really liked UCL I actually at that point I wanted to stay in London to be honest um and also like a lot of people sort of like you know put a couple of like put a couple of you know like lower predicted grade like vibes like you know co- secure mm-hmm. kind of unis and I was just like nah let me just do five that are like great and then if I get even one of them I'll be happy it doesn't matter like it's it's calm so like at that point I had no pressure riding on Oxford but obviously like I said there are a lot of students at this school who'd been to very good schools before whose parents had been to Oxford or whose parents were expecting very big things from them and it, it, it come come interview day so this was the day we found out so the way Oxford works is you send in your it's an early application so you send in your personal statement earlier than everyone else and then you find out if you have an interview um and basically the day we were finding out interviews it was really because it will come any time in the day you get the email any time in the day um and I know I had a friend it was really 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 awkward because she actually helped me with my application like she was so amazing and she had fantastic grades and everything it's a bit of a luck thing like at at one point it is a bit of a luck thing because at this point they haven't met you they can't say we didn't want to take you because we didn't think you'd excel they're just looking at certain things um like they just they can only see you on paper do you know what I mean so obviously come results day like come sorry interview day I got my email in and I actually got an email response from a college I didn't apply to. So the way, for, if any of you don't know, like the way Oxford works is it's one whole university, but it's split, split into about 40 mini universities, like okay. 40 mini college, uh, colleges. So that's where you have your accommodation, where you sleep, where you have most of your lessons, most of your social life. Um, and they're all dotted around the city. Uh, and you apply to one or you can apply open so they'll just drop you off wherever there's a spot and I applied to the one where I met the Somali boy obviously because obviously oh, Quincy, yeah. <laughs> that's the only and because my English teacher went to that oh, one right, yeah. and then also actually because so you know how Oxbridge High I said like we didn't or well, the school we went to if it's obvious now um, <laughs> <laughs> you've learned the cover now <laughs> if, it was, if it wasn't oh, already yeah, no. obvious <laughs> Um, but the school we went to you know how we said there's only one boy that we knew of that went to Cambridge before my time actually another girl in the year above me got into Oxford but she also left for sixth form and we actually both debated together so we both knew this English teacher like like she we both visited Oxford together like she yeah 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 it's really great and she's still there she's a she's a medic actually so she's still there at the moment Um, but like but she got in the year before I did so I actually but she went to the same college as the English teacher and the Somali boy. So I just applied to that one because I didn't know any other ones. I didn't know anything about the place. I didn't get into that one. I got into another one. So obviously I get the email from this name of a college. I have never, I didn't even know what it was. And I was like, oh my God, like guys, like I got an interview, like whatever. And my poor friend who'd helped me with the application, mm. like 15 minutes later got rejected. 
And we both had to sit next to each other in a lesson for an hour afterwards when it was the most awkward experience of my it life. Must be awkward, yeah, you know what? It's so heartbreaking for some people. And like this is one thing I will say, like never ever set your sights on it. Like you never mm. know. Like you, you can't judge what they're like it's not always obvious what they're looking for some of it is luck like i think people don't like to admit this but i think a, uh, some aspect of it is just like luck like obviously there are other parts to it so for the application i had to sit a um entrance exam so i actually did have to sit um like a like a really long entrance exam it was like an essay and it was like um a multiple choice section um, and obviously we sent in the personal statement. Obviously they have your grades and stuff. So it wasn't like it's like based on nothing, but actually like they get thousands of applicants for very limited numbers of places. The, I think, I don't, I'm not sure what the acceptance rate is, but like I know for my year it was one in seven. So obviously it's incredibly difficult to get in. So it's like, it's a very, like I would, I would always tell students do not say your sights on, on this place. Like you may well face disappointment and and it's a really like it's a really sad thing i think there was a lot of like people who'd pinned so much on it and obviously didn't like get it in the end um but they're all doing like this girl's really happy now like they're all very happy wherever they've ended up um but yeah then it was like post interview i got my i got to my interview which (laughs) the the interview is like a really great opportunity because you get to go there you get to go to the city um for a couple anywhere from a couple of days anywhere from one day to some i know one of the girls there was like six days there you know and for law you tend to have two interviews and um yeah they were um the (laughs) the first one was actually like horrible like i I remember sitting down and this guy is just like to me so he like sees he sees like my he has so they have a piece of paper in front of them it's got all your information it's got your like grades you're like like everything possible about you everything about your like the what you got in the like all your exams so far like everything so he's just looking at he's just trying to make general chit chat with me and he was just like yeah like how did you get here so obviously i'm from london so i was like yeah like i got on this like service called the Oxford tube blah 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 and he was just like like i was like yeah i just got on from x and i just named the station i got on from and he just looks me up and down and he just goes I've always wondered the types of people that got on for wow. like that live in X. So I was like, uh, <laughs> and you know, and he was a bit of a character to be honest. And I had him yeah. for three years of, of of my uni experience. He is a, a character. He's an old, old white man who's very, very clever, but very, very mean, <laughs> but like very clever. <laughs> um, and he, um, so like he like psyched me out. Like then next, literally one of the first, the first question I get, what are you going to get at the end of your exams? Like, and I was like, um, uh, I was like, well, you have my predicted grades in front of you. He was just, and it's very like, um, it was re- like, and then he was like, you know, like even his general chit chat questions were like him trying to psych you out. It was mm. like, what was the last book you read? And I was like, I don't know. Like, oh. <laughs> and I accidentally named a book I hadn't read for like a year. I hadn't even finished the book. I just named a random book. I was like, blah, blah, blah. and then it was just all a bit of a disaster. And then it wasn't that long either, maybe about 25 minutes. And I came out, I nearly cried. I literally nearly cried. I was like, n- never have I felt so stupid in my life. This man has made me feel so stupid. But it was fine because everyone had that experience with him. And then my second interview was much better. Like, I think they very much do a bad cop, good cop. Oh, right. Okay, yeah, so that, that would make sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was, and also everyone had a bad experience with, with this guy. Um, and it's actually, funnily enough, I found out in hindsight, I asked him about this actually in my, um, my leavers dinner kind of thing. 
And um, I think part of why he does it is he knows some people get loads of prep for these interviews. Okay. So he's just trying to psych everyone out. Oh, really. the ones that done the pre-prep. <laughs> it's like a so he's like, let yeah. me just psych them all out. And One then they're time. all stressed. <laughs> I don't think it works like that. Cause, but that was, I, allegedly, that was his thinking. I don't know about that. But um, the interview process, it's like such a nice time. You get to go okay, to Oxford. Like there's markets out at the time. It's so pretty. Like you meet people. Um, so can, can we kind of like can we kind of like fast forward it to like when you first got there? Like, what did you expect? Did 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 the city and the the, the university yeah. like live up to the expectations that you had? Like, uh, what were you feeling at the time when you first arrived? I would say like I actually had very very low expectations. I really didn't expect to make many friends. I really thought it was going to be like a these are going to be my friends for convenience kind of vibe. You know, I've got friends at home. I don't need these people's friendship. <laughs> typical, typical. Like, thing, yeah. so I typical. I went typical. in. I was like, I'm just going to hee hee with everyone, yeah. but I know who my real friends are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like, yeah, like oh, I'm not going to. You know, the city is like so dead, is so white, blah 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 blah, like. I really, really didn't have, like, any high expectations for the place. I will say, in terms of friends, like, literally within about three weeks, I knew I'd made lifelong friends. Like, you get very close very quickly. Obviously, the way the accommodation was set up was back-to-back. Like, you know, like, we were Mm. all packed in. um, And you're all going through so much, like, academic, like, hardship that you're just, like, all became, like... Was that, like, was that your first time, like, living out as well? Like, being away from home or...? Yeah, 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 definitely. So were you were you prepared for that aspect of? Um, I was quite lucky. Like actually, practically things like eat like food and stuff. I was catered. So in terms of that, that was quite simple. I'd say I'd say like obviously there was some challenges in terms of. No, actually, I'd say the living out was great. <laughs> <laughs> I can't lie. No challenges. <laughs> no, yeah. that was fun. I really enjoyed. That. I really enjoyed. Because yeah. you know what it was actually it was because it was student accommodation. We had someone come and clean like once a week. Um, yeah. Actually, no, more more than that in first year. There's cleaners. Yeah, more than that. We had someone come. Wow. Through, well, we well. had someone take our <laughs> bins out. And it, I'm not gonna lie. I genuinely think so. They're called scouts, um, and they're basically like your cleaners. They're really lovely. Like you become friends with them. But I, order, I think they're just there to check that people are like mentally okay, like insane. Like, oh. I, I think they're yeah. usually like they usually will like like snitch on you. If, like, Were they there like throughout your whole time? Like Dif- different ones, different, different ones. ones. Okay. So like my final year ones were like lovely. Like uh, like you make good friends with them. Like you see them like every day. Um, but like yeah, so like I, that in terms of that, it was it was I was really easy. I'd say the one thing though, just I hadn't like. I wrongly expected, and I was in for a real shock, was the work, the academic workload. So obviously most unis, you start off with a freshers week. Literally the first full day I had there, I had an essay placed in front of me. They was like, go and do this essay. And literally like, it was just, it it was just, so it's something called a gobbit. So it was just a a paragraph with nothing. And it was just like, it was just like, like, it was something like comment on. And it was just, but it was the Roman law. I had no idea what was going on. Like I had literally no idea what it was. It was, I was, I realized very quickly, I was academically out of my depth. I was like, oh my God, this is so hard. Like what the hell? So like, you know, meanwhile, you've got your, all your friends and you start later as well. So all your friends have had this like fun, freshers week, they've met loads of people, like blah, blah, blah. You're literally in the library. I was in the library, like <laughs> on day one. So <laughs> like, wait, at, at what point did you meet like, the, I'm, I'm assuming obviously you met Somalis there. Uh yeah 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 um I met the Somalis the, the Somalis I met the Somalis <laughs> I'm trying to think Did that yeah. I 
Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> the Somalians. <laughs> Go on. Well, I'm trying to think. Because I'm trying to think if there was even an organised event in first year. If there was enough of us Wait, did, they have a, did you have a society there at all? Like a Somali society? There was a Facebook page from a few years ago. Um, I'm, j- I'm, I'm trying to think if anyone organised anything in first year. Like, And... So I'm. I happen to meet the two. Obviously, Somalis can recognize each other straight away. Yeah, definitely. So I happen to meet two girls quite quickly, just like about. Um, those were the actually the only as far as far as I'm aware. Those were the only two Somali girls across the university in my year. Um, they were both like lovely girls. I'm trying to think of other Somalis. But that was your first year, yeah. That was first year. I'm trying to think of other Somalis. Uh, how I met the other. You know what it was? It was a lot of word of mouth. It was a lot of like, you know, you meet one, they're like, oh, have you met X, Y, Z? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, where are they? Where word they on road. Hey, word on the road. <laughs> yeah. Somali. We spotted one. Yeah, <laughs> no, literally, it'll be like, oh, I've met three of the boys. Oh, you know, there's another six. Oh, no way. Where did they go? Like, do blah, 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 blah. Do, do you think someone hiding, perhaps? And they were just starting a whole new life up and also saying, I'm not smiling no more. No, no. Oh. <laughs> 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 not really Can I think we? no 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 I think not really I think I think uh, you know what? I've never met a Somali who's not happy to meet another Somali yeah, that's, I've that's never met a Somali who's yeah. not like excited to meet or oh, it's like a thing like when you meet another Somali yeah. you know yeah, I mean? yeah, like, Somali no more, man come yeah. on man. yeah it's, it's never like um, it's never like a big but yeah it's, it's, it's always like a quite an easy way of talking to someone there just wasn't that many of them to be honest i think my year group the cohort i started with i think it was two other somali girls yeah. and maybe uh i'm just throwing a number out there maybe like six boys i don't know if that's true i can't i can't even remember them um because they're not they didn't all finish with me now if that yep. makes sense some of them have stayed on for longer whatever and this isn't across the university this is just within the co- the year i've started with i'd yeah. say there was about five or six boys maybe maybe less maybe more and then like that's right like, and then three of us girls that started together um but but they were they were like they were all like great like i really like i've not really had bad experiences with the somalis in oxford um all very different, but yeah. <laughs> I just find it funny how you address them like <laughs> some I, I, I can't help but it, bro. Yeah, yeah. I what, can't what, help it. What was it like when you when you got accepted right into Oxford and the perception you got from maybe the community itself? Because of of course now you're in Oxford and you know how yeah. Somalis are. Your mother's probably gonna say, yeah. "Yes, my daughter goes to Oxford now." So yeah. did you not get people that actually came to you and and? Do you know People what the news? The news, the news spreads quick, and so I'm not a very public person. Yeah. It's not obvious. And I like to, you know, I like to keep my business quiet. Yeah. But I, I, re- you know, what was? I remember one time I was at a, a friend's birthday, and um, and this was when I went to, sit, I was at the college, right? Yeah. And it was um, uh, one of the boys from from our school was there, but he was year above me. I vaguely knew him through like a bit of debating or something. I d- really didn't know him that well. I knew his name. And he's just like, yeah, like I heard you went to Austin. I was like, yeah, like, yeah. How did you hear about that, by the way? Like, mm. and he names a name of a person who I've never spoken to in my life. I was like, I don't know who that person is either. Like, oh, like once, oh my God, no. On on my, the day before my results day for finding out if I got in or not, I was with, uh, I was celebrating with friends. Like we were just at yeah. this thing, friend's house. We were all just like, you know what, whatever happens tomorrow, good vibes. I got on a bus and I was going home and a Somali girl that I knew from Duxi actually haven't spoken to her in years by the way I was not trying to talk I was like you know it was late I was just yeah. kind of like trying to get home she sits next to me she's like how did you get to Oxford and I was like 
How could you possibly, possibly have heard about that? I was like, yeah. Because obviously we weren't the same school, not the same friendship group. Haven't spoken to her in years. I was like, yeah, like who who told who told you about that one? Um, so I think without me knowing, the news clearly like had spread a bit. Yeah. Um, Came uh, quite famous then. Uh, n- <laughs> well, no, I, don't, I like to think no. <laughs> I, like, I like to think um, not in the not in the um, in the in the general community, but I think yeah. within certain like one of the things I will say, like for example, so obviously I went to a Catholic sixth form. Yeah. wasn't very Catholic. It was just by name. Like there was nothing Catholic about that place, and also it was. It's actually majority Asian. I think it was sixty percent Asian or something. Then like something like twenty percent. And obviously, wait, it's also outside of the bar that you grew up in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's also not like it's not that local to me. So, funnily enough, when I applied, there was across the maybe like original maybe like six hundred fifty seven hundred people. There was, I think, four Somali girls. I think in my year maybe three or four Somali girls. Uh, no, there was four. There was definitely four. Uh, by the time I went back to visit, because I've been back a couple of times to like help out with applications, I swear the, the first time I, went, I literally saw about 15 Somali girls just like walking around in the, in the, the middle. You know what I mean? Like I was just yeah. like, through the villa. like there were so many Somali girls. And actually one of the things is, I know it's because I had a lot of aunties contacting me actually when I left to be like, oh, like I want my daughter to go to the school. Yeah. Like, can you like tell me about it? Like, how do I, do you know what I mean? Whereas when I was going, it was very much mm, to my mom, you're letting her go to the Catholic school, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that kind of actually funnily enough so yeah. one of the things for that school you need a religious reference oh really oh yeah you do yeah so you how need to get through that wait wait so, so, so you need the religious what is reference. that what, what is a religious reference you need a mosque to say that you go to the mosque you need a, like them to sign and say you go to the so the point of the catholic school is they want religious people yeah 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 so it doesn't matter what religion it is if you go to a temple you get a temple you get a letter mm. from the temple but uh, you need them to sign it and be like whatever so obviously I hit up our local mosque, which you both know. <laughs> the way they played me about, they literally like, yeah, yeah, we'll give it to her. Yeah, yeah we'll give it to her. Like, I went, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, but the main person's not here. Da, da, da. Come literally two days before the deadline, two days before the deadline, they have my mum on the phone like, mm, I, we don't think it's a good idea. I was like, who are you people? <laughs> I was like, what's going on? So I actually had to go to a mosque in the other borough, like the borough, I like, like right, yeah. I thought I'd only ever been to once, once in my life I'd been to that mosque and I literally was just like, hello, <laughs> I come to this mosque, can you sign my lap? Yeah, yeah. um, so, and alhamdulillah they did because otherwise I wouldn't have ended up there to be honest. Um, so, you know, so I'm saying a lot of luck that helps you across along, along the way, mm. you know, there's a lot of, just, just like little bits of of luck and 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 a, and a bit of hard work to be honest. Like as in, like something like that. Like it would have been very easy to be like, oh, I can't be bothered. Like do you yeah. know what I mean? Like this is just so long to yeah. get. What was there any point? Like was there any point? Like was there anything that sort of g- had you kind of like uh, discouraged or had you thinking twice about whether to go there? Not, not uh, before I got there. Like I would say, not really. No. Like I think it wasn't even. Um, I just didn't deep it. I just went with the flow and see what, like, you know what I mean? I just thought, yeah. let's see what happens for the whole thing. So even, so everything was just like amazing. So when I got to interview, when I got an interview, I was like, wow, this is so lucky. This is amazing. Like, yeah. like I wasn't mm. like, oh, like, you know, like, oh, this could be, it was just kind of like, oh, like, this is just so like, yeah, 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 whatever. Um, but when I got there, 
very quickly i was like whoa this is hard this is very hard this is like also you know what it is there's so much support for getting into these universities and then there's not as much support for helping those students like those students from disadvantaged backgrounds actually do well there you know so it's like also academically it's quite hard to get the support when you're literally so out of your depth like i literally i remember the first time we had like a a library like induction i was at the wrong library there's so many libraries in that city there's literally so many libraries in that city um and and so like there's there's lots of things like that like i was very 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 lucky um with the with the the cohort i had when i started this when i started my university like like i was because i had so overall i I would say i had a like a, a, a quite positive experience at oxford Having said that, I know that my year group helped that. Like, I had two black boys in my year and I had, uh, like, Asian girl from, like, Asian Muslim girl from East London as well in my year, of my year of 100, like, in my college. 100, You said two black boys, just two? There was none in the year above me in my college. There was none, there hadn't been any, I don't think there'd been a black man for two years before. There's no black male in the fresher cohort that i left just now and this isn't across the university this is like within my college but within the like 400 or so undergraduate body before i before we got there there was no black (laughs) there was no black men i think there was one black girl on a year abroad and that was that was it Mm. um so it's like it's it's very uh, and and you know what i actually funnily enough i remember there was a an asian boy in the year but there was an afghan boy in the I think he's Afghan. Afghan boy in the year above me who was like once to me like he he said it to me actually. He's like you don't you don't know how lucky you are having the year you had like because obviously he had like no color in his year, no Muslims in his year, like nothing. Um, and I think that like affected his experience there. And that's one of the things you can't really suss. Like I couldn't know. I couldn't know like how do you know what I mean like how many or not like black people there was going to be in my year or like how many ethnic minorities yeah. and and it's not completely like. I have a very mixed friendship group, but I will say like straight away, like, like I had one of the black boys, like, like, the, the, like we were just straight away friends. Do you know what I mean? Like I was just one of those like things, yeah. you just straight away, like quite good friends. Um, so like that was, that was one of the things where it's like, you can't, you can't like, I can't, I can't tell someone that their experience is going to be good or not. It depends on your year group. It depends yeah. on your cohort. Like that's why you keep repeating luck. Like, yeah. yeah. Like mm. I, 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 get, say, I get it. I fully get it. No. Cause it's, it's one of those things where it's like, Overall, like, I have friends there who, like, ethnic minority friends there. Like, so, for example, like, so there's one of the things I, I mentioned to you guys ages before, before we were recording, actually, was, like, um, about the, like, um, one of the really good positives about Oxford and Cambridge and these top universities, but particularly Oxford and Cambridge, they have a lot of money for you if you're not from a, like, f- if you're from, like, a disadvantaged background, for example. So I was on, like, the highest bursary possible, and I was very comfortable financially with that at university. Like, I wasn't really struggling. Like, it, they, they, it very much helps to, like, support your experience there. Um, but in my year group, there was only three of us that were on that, like, high bursary scholarship, yeah. whatever, in, in my college. And one of the girls, she's from Slough, actually, ethnic minority, she's an Asian girl from Slough. She dropped out. <laughs> she was like, no, nah, this is not for me. And she just left. And it is quite common. I think there's a there's an intersection between, like, ethnic minority students and then students from like poorer backgrounds and i think that's when it's particularly hard to be in these environments because it's like it's a double of being like oh like there's no one in this room that looks like me but also this room is not built for people like me to be in it and then also like there's such a level of ignorance 
from a lot of people because it's a very middle class sort of environment so there's so much that they just like you know like talk about that's so normal to them so like the holidays they've been on the kinds of foods they eat the way they eat the first night i had i was there we had a fancy dinner like so many knives and forks yeah <laughs> do you know what i mean like how did you, you get around that because the, there are from what well from what i've heard anyways is it's loads of like fancy dinners. You know, yeah. best way someone said describe like, you know, the Harry Potter scene when they're in the yeah. dining halls and everyone. So what was that? You have this wouldn't you say that cutlery though, and everything. Wouldn't you say though, like it because of the the, the the sixth form college that you went to, that that prepared you? Like, would you not say that that, that was the it biggest d- oh, thing? Oh, definitely. Like I think if I'd gone from that secondary school to mm. the to the to the Oxford, I would have really like I would have struggled. It would have been like near impossible, I think, like genuinely, because just so much was out of my depth in, in in respect of like everything social and stuff like that. Yeah, I will say the sixth form was good for like introducing me to middle class people. I'm not gonna lie, like yeah. I, I I don't think I knew anyone middle class at, at the school we went to. Like I genuinely, everyone was like working yeah. class background. Like even the white people were working class background. Like it was yeah. very different kinds of white people 100%. to the white people you encounter in these institutions. Um, so it definitely it definitely helped in that respect. Also, I'd never met people from a private school, like, before I got to the sixth form I went to, like, you know, and and, and then you get there, and it's, like, literally, like, half your year group is, like, privately educated, and, like, it's, it's, you know what it is? You don't know it's different until you're there, and you're, like, wow, we've had very, very different upbringings, yeah. and you have no idea, you think your life, they just think their life is normal. Like, yeah. I thought my upbringing was normal. Yeah. They think their upbringing yeah. was normal, but the problem is with them thinking that is, like, you'll find a lot of these attitudes where it's like, you know, they, they think they've worked for what they got, but it's like, so like there's like a little bit of like, not like, um, you actually, you will hear this. I heard this rhetoric from people where it's like, it's a meritocracy. You work for what you get. And it's this thing where it's like poor people just, you know, like they just don't work hard enough kind of vibe. So you mean like oh, they don't see the privilege. They, they don't see the yeah. privilege. And the real problem is that with that is, look, yeah. it's like, you know, like, ig- like we were ignorant too. I didn't know anything about private school kids. I didn't know anything about middle class kids. The difference is these are the people that are going to go on to be your prime ministers, your politicians, your, you know, like your judges. And they have such a level of ignorance that is that will genuinely make their position like dangerous for people like they they're unaware of how their like biases will like yeah, discriminate definitely. against you know discriminate against people and and you see it like you see like there was there was a case if you know a few years a couple years before me it was this like white girl um who like stabbed her boyfriend like oh uh, that case yeah that's actually a big case yeah like a like a fork or a knife yeah. or something she stabbed her boyfriend with it or whatever and she was a medic she was not so medic and she managed it like she literally got like a slap on the wrist nothing really yeah, happened yeah yeah i remember that. it's like because the judge that can see so himself crazy. in her. like the judge yeah. can see the judge can relate to her do you know what 100%. i mean like and so there's a real real issue when these people who are going to be your future politicians like don't actually care at all about like the work working class of the country and it's one of them things where it's like actually it's like class is such a big issue in this country and it's like i had never thought about class before i got to oxford why would i think about class everyone i know is working class. like it's yeah. not like a consideration and i get there and i realize you know what there's something very insidious about about the yeah. f- the way that they just don't care like they just don't care about they just don't acknowledge or care about like people that are working class and you can see it in the whole private school system because you will see all these like 
quite left liberal leaning people and they will sit there and they will they will blatantly lie to themselves that <laughs> private schools is okay like how can you tell me that it's acceptable that your parents income dictates your education like how can you sit there and not understand the privileges you've had through your you know like your experiences and the networks you have through your experiences and how can you tell me that's okay that some other kid doesn't get that because your parents can afford it? Like, are you dumb? Oh, I, wait, I, so I, got, I got a question for you then. So, like, when they get exposed to, like, people from your kind of background and upbringing, yeah. like, do, do their opinions... What's the reaction? Like, I always What's the reaction? Yeah. yeah. Because there isn't really a bridge between the two of you because you lived two different lives. Yeah, you, br- you bridge you know it. I mean? Like, thing is, I will say it's one of them things. And it was my sixth form as well. It's very... It's quite segregated socially. Not... I would say my friendship group isn't necessarily. Yeah. I would I'd say actually we have a really good mix of like, it's fun that it's kind of split down the middle. You know, you have the the black, the, the, the two blacks and the Asian and then the three white kids that went to <laughs> private schools. So we really created our own little like, you know, but yeah. um, but very much like, like you outside of, I'd say outside of our group is very sort of social. That like you, you have yeah. your like, and you know what? It's actually quite funny because you have like, Privately, privately educated London and then other London which <laughs> is like like ethnic London basically yeah. which is like the re- or like and like it, you know like it genuinely does divide like that like one of my best friends at, from uni is from Ealing I went to like a very normal state school loads of Somalis at that school that she went yeah. to whatever she very much didn't fall into like the, the, the posh white group because she's not like them you know like she's much more like us so these divides do happen quite like quite naturally but you can see it year on year that there are like the posh kids the like like more like the posh more posh villagey countryside vibes more posh london vibes you know like ethnic london there's always ethnic london you don't really get ethnic people from anywhere but london but like you see you see these vibes. but to be honest i saw that in sixth form as well sixth form was really quite segregated like you know you had the tamil girls over there you had like the, the the white boys, the black guy, like it was really quite segregated. Like everyone gets along very well, but mm. socially it's quite segregated in in, in that. Yeah, way. to an extent, you're right. Yeah, it's, and and it happens naturally. It happened at school. Like I think naturally in yeah. school by like year year nine ten, we'd all like kind of you know segregated. It'll be like the black girls and the Muslim girls and the white girls. Like, at, at least you know with the guys like we come together when it comes to football. football. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Funny enough, I, I mentioned to uh, probably Liban must have had the work to not too long ago and the thing is everyone's from a mixture of mm. different you know um whether they came from state school private school etc so i must have been on a table right where i'll call myself in a conversation between uh, two people talking about yeah so you know when i go to the alps i'm in this side of the swiss alps and i'm like what like yeah. i was i was i was so baffled but skiing. the thing is the whole skiing thing <laughs> skiing. and they're talking about what particular time they go over the year and what side where their cabins are and everything else and i'm like wow that's such a mad insight i'm thinking us ones we don't, we don't know nothing about these first houses yeah, it's not think yeah. about it it's not just as small as you think the no. white people that went to our school have any idea about no that's the thing that's the whole thing about like no 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 definitely i agree with that so it's, that's yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's so crazy how like it's it's a comp and you know what that's what but that's where the adjust, that's where i say where it's like being poor is also important because you are not in these institutions, you do not have the cultural capital, the social capital to be able to engage like confidently in these conversations. Yeah. And like a lot of conversations are inaccessible. You don't have a you don't have any idea what they're talking about. Like I watch reality TV for fun, you know, like they don't. Like what I'm watching is not what they're watching. Like they you know, Liz didn't even grow up with TVs and stuff. They just read books and went to museums and stuff. Like, mm. oh like I've been to like two museums in my life. Like these yeah. aren't things that are like um 
and like and and you know it, you know alhamdulillah i have the kind of personality where that's fine and to be honest with our friends it worked really well like it works f- it's it's kind of funny that we're so yeah. different you know it works it works really well because it's not like a it's you know everyone can have these conversations and you know they've taught me a lot i've taught them yeah, a lot kind definitely. of vibe um and 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 i will say most people are very like positive like very like nice about these things mm. like they're not like they're like very willing to learn and like you get like lots of like and like, i've learned lots as well like you know one of my couple of my closest friends are northern i had never thought of the north i didn't even know what the north was. like i genuinely <laughs> yeah. before i applied to universities i did not look at a map of england i didn't know where but anything what was. was like okay you're coming back uh, i'm guessing like at the end of the semester or anything mm-hmm. else so you're coming back home for a brief yeah. period so what was it like you, you're coming from oxford and you're coming back to a predominantly somali area and everything so the contrast is back so what was it like selling in for a brief period the thing is, is it's not that deep because like i said like i have a like a close group of friends you yeah. know what i mean and so i'm very close to them when i'm at uni as well like i'm talking i'm calling them every day like i'm in the gr- like you know group chat calling them every single day so it's like for me like it's not there's not a massive adjustment in terms of like my social life is just like the same people, you know? And if anything, you know, like that bridging that gap, I think there's certain things where it's like, so certain things, it's, it's like when I think at the beginning, you know, it was, it was very much like I spent way more time like here, like for like, so it's like six months on uni, six months out. Yeah. I spent a lot of time at home kind of vibe. And then towards the end with exams, COVID, etc., I spent a lot of time there. And I yeah. think the adjustment is a little bit, but you know what it is? It's not even just the adjustment. It's not just like that kind of thing. It's also just like actually practically, you know, you live on your own and yeah. then you come back and you're not living on your own anymore, you know, like, and, and, and it's, it's those kind of things as well. But I think socially the adjustment for me is not that difficult because I actually only lived, I lived quite close to uni. Like I could mm. come back when I wanted. Yeah, of course, I was coming yeah. back to see my friends whenever it, it pleased me, to be honest. Like I could come back home whenever it, I wanted to, to be honest. And like, a lot of my friends would come to visit quite a lot as well. So like yeah. socially, like I will say it is, it's very different, like, um, com- like very different. So like, it's, it's quite a funny thing. Like it's quite different, like fun though. Like fun is quite like all the kinds of things you do is quite different. Like, my like white uni friends and stuff like that you know going for walks and yeah stuff. i was just gonna say what is that fun so like they, they you know like they, they, they like hike they go on walking holidays and stuff and you know me i did not walk before <laughs> <laughs> what is a walking holiday so you like you walk know, like mountains and stuff you know peak oh yeah lake, so like hiking yeah, yeah. i if i tried to tell my friends like, hey, let's go for that's like, something we probably let's just go find out now lake district and let's yeah. go for like hiking holiday they should be like yeah. no <laughs> they would not be on board for that kind of thing you know and so like there is some some kind of like what like one of the things is like they like at uni and like it's a lot of like people coming over for dinner like dinner party kind of vibes you know like like oh you should come over to mine like have dinner whereas you don't really do that thing like that kind of thing here is not really like come over and have dinner at my house kind of vibe there's like some things are socially quite different and it's quite nice to have a, a bit of a mix for like all of it do you know what i mean like it's quite a nice mix but you do find some things quite different but i think it's quite easy to 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 bridge people and 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 the, and the gap and the different types of people but yeah, it takes a bit some, of time yeah definitely so some what, what, like what, what kind of tips would you have for people thinking about going to um like oxbridge like oxford or cambridge or what, yeah those type of universities i'd say the same thing uh, what i would add is for example if s- n- now that you're uh, you're finished i'd say right now with the whole experience would you apply again if you had a chance from the beginning um, how they went through it I'll, I'll start i'll start with that and i think 
on that, I would say, like, like absolutely, definitely. Um, I will say that I wish people were more honest with me at the beginning. I think no one, and I stress this because it's important, no one talks about how academically challenging it is. It will be a massive step up from whatever you're used to. Um, and then it will also, like, it's one thing for it to be just academically challenging. Is then also, like, socially it's so different from you. Like, it's so different. There's so much adjustment that has to happen like just in terms of navigating things navigating different people um and different types of people that you've never come across before and then you're dealing with like tutors and stuff that are just always not always very understanding sometimes strong microaggression vibes you know you get all of this mixed together and it's a lot for an 18 year old who's just moved out from their home you know like that's a lot to be dealing with um so I would I would definitely say like I've I've definitely had negative experiences at Oxford and like it's one of those things where it's like when it's great it's fantastic it's like incredible opportunities you meet the most amazing people like I've had experiences and been in rooms with people that like and I was watching a documentary not, not a documentary I was watching this like Netflix thing yesterday with with my family and it was like one of the guys in the, it was it was called Official Secrets so it's to do with um to do with like the government like t- taking this woman to court or whatever yeah. and one of the i saw one of the names and i was like, i recognize that name i don't know why i recognize that name but i recognize that name it's because i've been to a talk they've done you know like yeah. those kind of things it's like <laughs> it's like incredible like it's so lucky like i'm so yeah. fortunate to have been able to have so many sick experiences and weird dinners with weird people and like you know like met loads to be honest like met really cool people like children of ceos are friends of mine you know like that's kind of incredible i could never ever have anticipated that you know so exactly so there's definitely so many positives having said that like there were plenty of times where i was like this is not for me i don't want to be here (laughs) like (laughs) especially in final year especially in final year um and i think like like honestly like for ethnic minority students i will say like so there's an opportunity to suspend studies in Oxford. So like if things are hard, mental health and like mm-hmm. that, you can suspend for a year. And it's not uncommon to do that. But I would say it was significantly higher in my ethnic minority friends and my ethnic nar- minority poor friends. Like it was, it, I mean, the majority, I'd say the, the great majority of my friends who are not white had rustic, like had at one point rusticated or suspended their studies. It's quite common. Yeah. So it's definitely not an easy place. I will say in terms of things like, I know people worry about like racism and like microaggressions and shit. That does, that does like, that does occur. Like I think I've definitely had a couple experiences that have been unacceptable. Do you know what I mean? But the difference is like, people are quite receptive. Like it's not like, um, it's not like it's a thing where like 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 no one's gonna if, if anyone said anything everyone's gonna be on your side they're gonna be like yeah, oh, like you know very liberal people um and, and i will say you know what like oxford and cambridge get a lot of heat for that and a lot of heat for how many ethnic minority people they're letting in and stuff like that i'm not gonna lie all of the top institutions outside of oxford have uh, outside of sorry london have that issue so durham terrible for that kind of stuff exeter you know like like Bristol, like Bath, all of these universities are so white and I know so many people that have had so many dodgy experiences there. So it's not just an Oxford Cambridge thing in that regard. Um but yeah, I would say overall I would I would do the experience again knowing I had the people that I had around me. Mm. Like I had an amazing support system. I will say it is not for everyone and if someone does go there and it's not for them, like please leave. Like it's it's not it's not 
you don't have to carry the burden of the people and the community yeah. like if it's not for you it's not for you and it's not for everyone it's really challenging and like the main thing is to keep your sanity and keep your mental health intact because they will they will try and break it <laughs> you know um deep down inside did you feel like you had the weight of having to succeed at the same time yes you are now in a great institution like oxford for example and now the fact that you know your your person that's in this institution and the fact that everyone well i say immediate family that know you in this place and you want to make a mom proud let's say by finishing did that like motivate you and push you on more would you say i think by third year i'd let that go (laughs) (laughs) and let that whole thing go i was like if i leave with my brain yeah. still in, like, with my mental health yeah. fine and, like, with a decent grade, like, I'm not trying to do great things. I'm just trying to live happy and healthy, yeah. I think. And, and that's where I... That, but that's a journey getting there. That's a journey getting there. And, and I would say a lot of the... I, w- I would personally say, and I can't speak for this, I'd say a lot of, a lot of the smileys in, in Oxford would probably think quite similar things. Like, you just kind of want to finish and you just kind of want to leave with, like, a decent grade, yeah. you know? Like... It's quite a unique experience in terms of how difficult it can be in some ways. It's a real bubble there as well. Like you, you know, like you're consumed within yourselves and it just makes it worse. Mm. Also, like, I think like I had four uni, what did I know about like anxiety and stuff like that? I'd never like I didn't know anyone who had these issues and I didn't really like engage in a lot of these things. And then you get here and like it's hyper like yeah. inducing of like really like quite difficult like pressure on 18 year old children um and you are a child at that age so i I would say i let go of all of them like oh like i'm holding on to like my family and my uh -uh." i was like (laughs) i just want i just want to finish i was like i don't care like and 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 and, you know luckily my mom i think by the end was very supportive of me just finishing (laughs) she's just like i don't care just finish like come back that's that's great at least you put it through another thing of this might be a bit like me deviating a bit i'd say but there's this whole, well, outlook, I'd say, in the fact that, you know, Somali girls excel a lot more when it comes to academia compared mm. to, like, Somali boys and everything else. But I think we, we spoke a little bit off off mm. the pod anyways, and you did say that there's, I'd say, maybe more Somali boys than yeah. girls. Uh, yeah, I w- uh, yeah, but I'd say it's not significantly higher. Like like I said, like my year, probably three Somali girls, maybe yeah. maybe six Somali boys. I'd say it's not necessarily like a significant difference in that that I noticed at uni, I have to say, you know. And I think one of the things is just like the boys are a bit more vocal, so they're a bit All more right, like yeah. easier to be seen and like found and stuff. Um but yeah, like I would, I would, I would say. F- speaking of off of my friends who are in London unis, I think it does ring true that there are more girls than guys yeah. in those spaces. Um, but like, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't comment too much. Like, I don't think there's much of like a like a, a gendered. Like, I don't think there's much to the gender split in that. Like, I don't yeah. think it's like the girls there tend to do way better than the boys there, or like like the girls uh, thrive more than the boys. Or da da da. I think everyone finds it equally difficult. Yeah, <laughs> I, think, be, yeah. I think year on year, it, it, it actually differs, just, yeah. it, it differs year yeah. on year. Like I think, I, I couldn't speak for the younger years too much, but I think the year below me actually had more, way more smally girls than guys. Yeah. And then again, for the freshers, it's flipped over again. So I think it just kind of depends on the cohort and the year of it. But and One more thing uh, that I actually wanted to say was, on the previous episode anyways, um, we actually spoke on the f- thing of, when it came to representation and everything else, right? Yeah. 
we highlighted the fact that academia was actually a big thing. So ac- mm. e- education actually has an important role when it comes to um, actually the whole, when you look at everything else, that it's actually one of the main foundations. Yeah. So when we looked at the early 2000s, for example, beforehand, there's not a lot of people perhaps going to university mm. in comparison to now that we're in 2021, for example. Mm. So there's so many more people thriving. And like I said, in these bigger establishment better universities in london you're starting to see a lot more smiles and we we've seen the rise of so many different smiley societies and everything else so we are actually in these places so what would you say that would you say that education actually helped us to thrive when it came to representation i i think so i think i will say that one of the the big things and i think this is massively like now changing i will say that like because obviously we're Somali and and like our parents, you know, like they sacrifice a lot for us to be here. Yeah. I think traditional education was pushed on a lot of us. University was pushed on a lot of us. It's not for everyone. I'd say one advantage that these people at different need, like a different like education upbringings have is like, and this isn't directly what you said, but like I think it's important to know, like you know, look into apprenticeships, like. There are people that from like that I know that did apprenticeships that are wait, making so much money at twenty one that I'm at. You know what I mean? Now because they started young and started early, like look into alternative routes of like getting to where you need to get to. University is not for everyone. University is now incredibly expensive as well. Like, it, it, and and it's incredibly challenging for a lot of people. So I think th- it's definitely been helpful. I think having like Somalis in these spaces. Like for myself, for example, because like I, I I knew like I knew eventually I wanted to go to uni and stuff like that, but I think, you know, I think it would actually be quite useful and quite helpful seeing Somalis in like less traditional routes to to mm. quite successful places, to see that I like, actually don't need to like go through that way, or like you know like not like not necessarily going to uni but starting at a company and then working your way up in that regard yeah. and things like that. Like I think it would be quite good to see alternative representation because one of the one of the things about like Oxford and Cambridge and stuff like that is like I don't need to do that advertising that it's Oxford and Cambridge like people know what it is do you know what I mean like it's it's one of them things where people just know but there's a lot of things like I almost actually was I was strongly considering doing a degree apprenticeship before I even like decided to go to uni whatever and like to be honest I would have been doing very well financially now if I would have done that (laughs) and I would have been well on track to becoming Mm. a lawyer so I think it's really important that we like open different like routes and different less traditional routes to like young Somali people so they know what's available to them outside of just like strict like academia and things like that but it's definitely been useful like like having and seeing people sort of do well academically like in front because to be honest like I don't like I, I, I don't know like growing up I don't think there were many people I knew that were like doing particularly well in school like I think mm. I, it was very common for my experience for people to just retake A-levels and then just like apply for clearance to uni like I genuinely like yeah, that's no, all definitely. I needed to be honest and that's the only experience I'd heard before like um before it was my time to sit GCSEs and stuff like that so like there's there's something to be said about not just Somali people but like having key mentors or people that push you like like I said like a lot of it was luck I had a fantastic teacher and teachers actually who saw a bit of potential in me and they were like let's foster that a little bit let's cultivate that and then along the way I had amazing friends who helped me get through A-levels like you know like like my friends were a 
big support in that. Like, I, you know, it took a community to get me to to, to, yeah. to Oxford, and it it took a community to to get me through that place as well. You know, like it was quite a difficult time. So I think it is is very important that we have representation, but also more than that, that you have people that are there pushing you, like really pushing you yeah. to like do better, like in whatever you choose to do. You know, like I th I think it would be quite a good thing for like. For, for you know more and I actually especially like amongst sort of like I find more amongst like the boys I went to school with and stuff like that as opposed to the girls like I think it would have been helpful for them seeing more like having more of a influence from older members of the community like having more of an active like effort in trying to help them and mentor yeah. them and, and, and help them grow in, in certain ways and I think it actually would have been more useful like genuinely like schemes that target like you know, because it's you know what it's one thing to be, if you're academically quite, in like quite intelligent at that age, you know, like the teachers will notice that, you know, yeah, no, the no, teachers they always will help do, yeah, like definitely, I but agree, like, yeah. there's something to be said about helping the ones that aren't necessarily not everyone's going to be going to these universities, aren't necessarily going to be going no. to these universities and stuff like that, and really like pushing them to, and showing them alternative routes yeah. and like alternative futures that they can have, and I think I think that's something that's very sort of like, um like a key thing um but just like on 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 earlier like what you said um Liban, in terms of um just like a bit of advice i'd say like there are some key things that i didn't know so there's a lot of generic yeah. things that you can sort of look online for i'd say a few of the key things that like are things that you don't really know until you kind of go through it is like in terms of applying there is a difference between oxford and cambridge they're lumped together quite frequently but there is quite different things they're two very different environments one is like a city one's like a little like more town village vibe um in terms of the subjects they offer they are different they don't do the same set of subjects so like be careful about what you're applying to and which one offers what you're applying to you know um and then also more than that in terms of your college choice like it does matter um like it it does matter in terms of actually you pay different rents depending on where you are so like I was at one of the more expensive colleges you can be at like a much cheaper college also the money you get from them will differ like the bursaries you can get from them the support you can get I had friends who were getting holidays for free because their colleges had money so they were just that's they unheard would, of on our ends yeah they would be like they would literally yeah. be like I wrote a report on whatever and they would get a travel grant and yeah. they'd get money to go to wherever and they literally wrote an A4 piece of paper. They went to like Cuba or something. I'd be like, yeah, here's a report <laughs> I wrote on like whatever. Yeah. And, and that kind of stuff is available to you more so in some colleges than other colleges. Um, I would say there is a cultural, like there's a bit of a culture difference in, in, in a lot of the colleges um, and that can massively impact uh, the experience you have. Some are very academically intense. Yeah. The one I went to was very sporty, very sort of like lad like vibes, like quite drinky. Yeah. But like it was good for me because it was academically not that strict. <laughs> they didn't, you know, quite low academically actually. So these are the kinds of things, and you get a real feel for like, like try and visit open days, try and get yourself to these spaces, much, yeah, looking and meeting people from them because that will really like impact. If you have a good conversation with a couple of people, you know, like there's a good chance a lot of the people there will be like that. Yeah. So that's like a very good indicator. Um, but also don't worry too much. Like I didn't get the one I applied to and I was perfectly happy at the one I ended up at. I had fantastic friends, like whatever. Yeah. Um, if you do end up in a place where like you don't necessarily like love the people you're with get involved in societies as soon as possible like 
ACS in Oxford is like amazing. Like they're really supportive. They're like have loads of fun things to get involved with, like loads of great welfare and things like that if you need it. Um, and then ISOC as well, actually, the Islamic Society is also really well established, really well set up, great for things like Ramadan, like they're like yeah. amazing, like like everyday prayer room and like food and stuff like that. So like there's definitely like a lot of spaces you can find. You'll never be alone. Like there's always somewhere you can go kind of vibe. Um, in terms of, um, oh yeah, also look at the entrance exams. The entrance exams will differ for the different universities. Um, make sure you're looking at, you're keeping an eye on application dates and deadlines. The Oxford, Cambridge and medicine deadlines are earlier than every other university. Bear that in mind. Um, try and get people to look over your application, like your, your personal statement. I've had students give me their personal statement and to be honest it was kind of it was like not it was a like really good personal statement but I that's not what they're looking for you know like yeah very driven like I remember I had this boy and, and it was really good personal statement for a job but not for university mm. and like I literally just like took a red pen I went that needs to go that needs to go that needs to go like this needs to like whatever uh, alhamdulillah he got in he's just finished up first year actually but like get someone to look through it who's yeah. been through it mm -hmm. like and there are loads of amazing society like societies groups if you're looking into doing law there's into law that are really helpful target oxbridge is fantastic um team upside are really great as well like also you can around interview periods and stuff like that you can directly message the acs isoc etc they have plenty of people that will help you through give you one-on-one -on -one advice give you one-on-one -on -one, like workshops in terms of interview process interview tips and stuff like that so like there's a lot of support there are a lot of people that want to help you get there like there's so many people that want more people that look like us and that are yeah, like definitely. us to get to these spaces <clears throat> And then when you're at these spaces, like make sure you're not quiet. Like you know, that you, you, like you, it's not that you represent anything. Like don't feel that kind of burden on yourself ever. But you know, don't take anything from anyone. Like you, you got there. You worked much harder than any other person to get there. I promise you. So really, like, take joy in that fact. Take joy in the fact that you know, like, you worked like much. It might seem like the person to the left of you is doing much better than you, but they've had years of private education that will like have helped them um your experiences are equally as valid as theirs do you know what i mean and and actually one very important thing to stress is if like for example your gccs aren't as great they view things contextually so when they look at your application they look at the school you came from so like i said i got two a stars and all a's basically now on average that's probably not great compared to my other oxford like peers or whatever but compared to the school I went to, that was very good. So what they do is they look at every, like they look at the grades in reference to the school. So if you do get 12, like say you get 10 A stars, but everyone in your school got 12 A stars, you actually have comparatively not done as well as the person who only yeah. got one A star or who got all A's. Don't listen to any of the crap about grades. At my interviews, I was with girls who got no A stars at UCSCs, who had Ds at AS, like, if you meet the entry requirement, and that is the only caveat, is you have to meet the entry requirement. Yeah. But if you meet the entry requirement, you have like you should apply. You should definitely apply. See if you like the interview style. See if you enjoy it. Because at the end of the day, it's like it's like an incredible experience. It is. I have learned so much. Like I am so well prepared and well equipped for any role in terms of like 
they know they've worked you <laughs> you know like yeah no you they've, do, they've yeah. worked you for and i think it's one of the things where i think the reason why like i honestly think the reason why the corporate world employs like oxford and cambridge students is not necessarily because they're any clever or anything like that it's because you spend god knows how many hours in the library they know that you're not going to be depressed when you're spending yeah. 12 hours in the office just bang out of work because you yeah. just you know like these people like i'm not joking like people will go out in oxford and then they'll come back to the library you know they yeah. will they they will like that they're so, like everything is revolved around work yeah like everything every fun like people would like have dinner go back to the library till 11 p.m then go to sleep you know like everything back to the base everything but yeah. base is library you know <laughs> and, and and so you're very well equipped for like it just like lots of things also socially you'll become so advanced like you have to meet so many different types of people and interact with them you're gonna learn. It helps how to, a lot, don't you think? Yeah, you yeah. become very, and and it helps you for future life. You you become very good at just yeah. nodding your way through random, yeah. you know, <laughs> just like, winging it, yeah, just no, winging it, yeah. like you know, like you know, and and making small talk. Uh, I didn't really know how to make small talk now. Yeah, no, it's it definitely really nice helps. Have you ever visited here before? <laughs> no, no, it's <laughs> nice. That shit, like you amped that up a lot. Yeah. So like, there's there's so many like small like. Life lessons, basically. Life lessons yeah. that yeah, I got from that place. Up. And you'll get from any university and you'll get from, you know, like, don't get me wrong, like, any uni you go to and, you know, like, if you move out from home, for example, like, these are all amazing life lessons you're going to get no matter what. I just think something about Oxford Cambridge and UCL and Durham and all these top unis, you get a little bit something extra in that you're forced to really go outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. You really have to push so yourself kinda like, your comfort zone. So you're saying, basically, it kind of makes or breaks you because... No matter, yeah, no matter what it will make you like, even like, even like my, like, I'm still very good friends with like my friend who dropped out after first yeah. year. Like, she's much happier. And I'm like, she's at Bristol now, much happier. But like, she's doing academically very well there, you know? And it doesn't help. It, it definitely helps that she was doing crazy hours when yeah, she was, definitely. you know, makes sense at, at Oxford. So I think it, it isn't like, I think it's quite harmful to think about it as a make or break because, you know, it takes a lot of people. Like, some people, it takes years to... Like, one of the girls I live with, it took her six years to graduate, you know? Like, it takes a while for some people. They need to take that break or whatever. I, and 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 it probably will break you a few times, but, you know, no, you'll definitely. really... You'll come out of it a, a much sort of, like, a more well-rounded, stronger, like, especially if you come from the backgrounds that we do, because yeah. you just have incredible insight about certain things. Like, you, you're really coming to bridge, you know, the gap between, like... Yeah coming from the back like you understand your privilege you really do like you come you're like you know i know like how like you know you're lucky in a way that other people don't necessarily acknowledge no, if your parents agree, yeah. and your grandparents and whatever and you know there are people who like five generations have Down. all gone to the same yeah. college same you know like what what do you know about like, you're just like yeah but I that puts pressure on them too, don't you think? The fact that if, if four generations down, no. they've all attended you know, the same thing. No? Well, it's not it's not by pure coincidence that they've all attended. Like, well, yeah, of course a there, of there's a lot of something under the table that gets pushed. You and laugh, everything. but yeah. it's quite... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know until my third year that it's, it's not uncommon for donations to be made. No, no, definitely. Calls to be made during during application processes multiple times from multiple people giving yeah. better pressure. It's not common. I'll say it's not like it's not that it's something I've heard like common, but like you know, I didn't know until my final year that they're, you know, oh that very lovely thing that's just turned up in in, in college. Oh that's a donation from <laughs> ex's parents. Donations, oh, donations. Nice. Like okay that's yeah. and what did they do to get that donation, you no, know, that definitely. kind of thing. So it's definitely it's yeah. one of them um 
is one of them. But yeah, no, I think I think it's definitely overall a very positive experience. Yeah. And, but you know, I don't want to help be held accountable if someone had a bad no. time. <laughs> no, no, I agree. <laughs> you know, like I, I, I like I, I preface it. I, I will always like have it. I wish someone told me like the work is going to be hard. Yeah. Um, and so it's going to be quite hard like but but just stick through <laughs> no no definitely yeah. this is this is something definitely I'll, I'll push on to um the viewers and the listeners themselves that the person next to me has dropped absolute gems for you lot 100%. Now, like I'm, I'm being 100%. serious to the point that like me and lee we just sat back and just listened to the whole literally, process literally. because this is something that you if, if you're looking if you're definitely i'd say around you know you're going to six form or and everything else and you're trying to apply for these kind of places it doesn't necessarily have to be oxbridge i'll say no. but it can even be these other great universities i say definitely take some tips that have been said today 100%. and, and these contact are, yeah. people contact yeah, people. No, you know, people yeah. are always so 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 willing to help like the organi- organizations that i mentioned they're not just going to help you for oxbridge applications they will help you no matter where you're applying to you know like for example into law like you know i, th- I think one of the guys that runs it is at lse like they will like they just want more people like us to be in these spaces because it's really important that more people and you know what if that's one thing i've really it's so important that we get more people into like politics more people into like being judges because there's a very strong pipeline between people that are like privately educated gone to oxford and then go on to become like uh, like like pop, like, and yeah, you know what? Definitely. It's in every industry. It's mm-hmm. like media as well, sports. If you look at every sport but football, all of the all of the teams are made up of private educated people, like majority private educated people, or like significantly higher. If you look at all of the like a lot of the sort of like key people in the media as well that like, have done very well, like media wise, a lot of them are privately educated. Like you don't, you don't like even like the side like KSI, yeah. you know, like didn't, you know, like yeah, you, private educated. But w- didn't Raggett Oman, the actual journalist, attend? Was it Oxford or Cambridge? Yeah, I'm pretty like, sure one of those two. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't. You know what it is? Get going to these places. I think what it does for you is it it, it lets you unlock the the confidence yes. to like walk into a room and feel like you your voice is valued yes. there. Do you know what I mean? That you can say something and people will listen kind of vibe. Mm. And the difference is these kids that have been to these private schools, they have that from the minute they can talk. They think they're so valid in everything they say. They're trying to share and they're, ta- they're talking to you like it's like gold. And you're like, mm, I don't think that's true. <laughs> you know, I yeah. don't think that's true. And it, that takes you a few years to be, that took me to like second, third year. You know, at first you'd be really intimidated by these people. Yeah. And then you get, and then you can read, you can see, the, you can see the lies coming out. You're like, mm, like I don't think that's, that's not true. That's just just false, and I think that's one of the it's one of the skills you like learn to pick up on from um, from from uh, listening to a lot of posh people lie <laughs> a lot of the time or talk crap. But it's one of them things where it's like it's 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 one of the advantages it gives you is yeah. is like the the like you know like uh, like I. Uh, I feel like I can speak in a room, you know, like, well, not me personally, but like, you know, that's how they feel. Like they can feel yeah. like, you know, they have something to say. And I think that is really invaluable. That's like a priceless thing to have to, you know, to like, to have confidence to walk into a room. Yeah, This is something definitely I, I used to say when I used to mentor anyways, the, um, a lot of kids anyways in secondary school, I'd, I'd always stress on the fact that make sure you go out your comfort zone and speak to as many different people as you can. Yeah. Because the thing is, once you get comfortable in a particular settings, you won't be able to uh, be able to adjust yeah. when you go out there. So the same thing happened to me, actually. The fact is that 
I think as time went on, I started to get more confident around different settings, how to speak more and everything else. Um, I think it was, um, and I think I'll, I'll mention it funny enough in probably one of the episodes coming up, but when I took a trip to number 10, for example, and uh, we, um, I think I t- told Lee actually, yeah, and um, we met up with, uh, I think at that time it was Theresa May special advice, mm-hmm. right? So we're in number 10 and everything else. And at, that, and this, time, at this time, we're actually leading the conversation. So I'm there leading the conversation. And that's the first time that I actually choked. So I didn't even know what this meant and everything else, but it really got me down here and I couldn't speak. So I'm literally tapping the girl next to me saying, I can't speak. Yeah, take like, over. Take over. <laughs> but then the funniest thing is, she's tapping me too. Say, I can't speak too. <laughs> so we both choked at this point. But the fact is, I think it's not the fact that we couldn't speak on anything else, but it's the fact that, you know when you're in diff- these kind of um, settings and then you feel like, am I able you're to get my message across? Yeah, yeah like you, feel you feel intimidated. You feel intimidated. Definitely. Like, even like the way they speak, the way they come from, there's a real intimidating like what, like-ness that comes from it. And like one of, um, like, cause I had a similar thing where one of, um, one of the um, jobs, I had an internship over between my first and second year and um i so it was like an internship and an education charity but i didn't quite understand the education charity was yeah. like the scheme like it, it set up this like it had a scheme to do with like um it's actually like a tory initiative but it wasn't like it, it was like it was like a they set up schools but like it was set up by like tory mps years and years and years ago so at their like anniversary party that i that i got to go to i was looking at the guest list and i was like oh tory mp tory mp conservative mp conservative something's not adding up what's yeah, going on here i was like oh labor here, here labor labor oh back to conservative and i was like oh this is a bit weird and then like michael gove was there and like a few like david Hines and stuff and this is where like I, like usually i literally would be like oh like i would never speak and my um oh, i had the nicest boss there she was the sweetest lady ever but she was just like come on let's go introduce you she just drags me along she's like like she's an intern with us she's at oxford like da, 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 da. and that's you know what it is it's an entry speaking point it, is, it ends yeah. as you because then they've all gone Crazy. so they're like oh nice what college did you go to? Then, oh, you know I mean? exactly so, see? so it really Small like talks. this is what i'm saying like, i'm just like oh wow there's like a benefit that comes it's like suddenly it's like suddenly i'm worth listening to you know like yeah. suddenly there's something to, to and i think there is like a perception thing there and i think that's where i could be like oh now i can speak kind of thing yeah. you know but like also like I just think the experience of interacting with so many of them, it's like I they're liars. They're just all yeah. not like you know what I mean. They're liars and they're not that clever. They're just very good at sort of coming across like they have something yeah. to say and like they're they're like, well you can really like see through it and just like and and, and that's something I would never have had and I yeah. didn't have until my final year where I could just be yeah. like nope that's not true that's lies that, not even just lies you're you're packaging truth to me here. <laughs> like something's not yeah. something's not right like do you know what i mean and i think it's so important that we have more people in the i mean having Spaces. said that i'm not going into these space like i'm not you know yeah. if if it's taught me one thing as well as politicians are corrupt there's no way i'm going yeah. near that but like i think there is something to be said about like having having that like and I, and I think maybe like just uni in general and like and growing up gives you a bit of that as well you know like that yeah ability to sort of speak up in these spaces but it's 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 definitely very very needed i think there's a real problem in this country mm. with students not getting equal education and also the government getting away with a lot of stuff a lot of like 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 they're you know they're they're very like especially this government they're very 
slowly on the sly really and mm. i think because i studied law a bit i can see this a bit more you know but like there's very much like a uh they're taking away rights in quite like insidious ways they're like like even like the, you know the changes to the protesting bills, I think the, the crime and sentences and police act, whatever. You can see that they're 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 really trying to silence poor people. They're really trying to, you know, yeah. like take away like their 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 power of speech and stuff like that. And and so and even like not even just that, like the media. I studied media law for a bit. Mm. Um, like changes to the, acts. Yeah. And people. The problem is though, people don't know what's happening. People don't like people like I would not know unless I studied it. You know, like I wouldn't know. But it's the thing. It's it's just the normal person that wouldn't know these kind of things. Mm. But at the same time, the last thing I'll probably add to this is, and I picked this up um, earlier. Sorry, I didn't comment on, but it's the fact that you said, and because this whole pot is kind of revolving around representation, and of course your whole experience going also, which is which is so valuable at the same time. But I know you mentioned something along the lines of that. You took your first trip to Oxford University at age of thirteen, right? Now that's the path you went on and you was able to see those things there whereas me and lee ourselves <laughs> it's totally different like yeah. don't get me wrong if you say oxford university and whatnot i think you're probably aware that we had these house names for different forms yeah. like all these established <laughs> university harvard etc yeah. these are all names to us at that time yeah. so yeah, we, sure. we we never saw each other going to these places no. like i remember because there's quite some years between us anyways um the thing i remember you mentioning saying the older lot for example when you knew through clearing and whatnot and the funniest thing is that was us that was like no joke that was us everyone yeah I knew, like, at that point was just that was just the norm like it was just very normal like or like also loads of my friends read okay like, like it's just quite common it like, was normal because the fact was the way we took university at that time and no joke right <laughs> Uh, uh, at that time when i look back to it now to be fair it might look a bit f um funny by the same time it, it was quite a stupid way of going through it mm. when i look back to it because not myself but no myself included definitely and everyone else around me some of my friends and that's another key thing definitely make sure for those young ones anyways that are listening and the viewers i'll definitely say make sure that you know who you're surrounding yourself with because that's that's a key point to take away with because when it came to us in the sixth form uh building or not we were literally having like sweet fires across and everything else we was not paying attention to everything else we um literally sp spent our um there's literally our free period there's a lot of we winging just it. chilling there's it. a lot and it's a long winging it. it we was literally just taking it day by day waiting until when it came to resource day and it was like okay we just got our idea and see we're, sc we're scraping and whatnot calling up the university and whatnot so it, it was the whole laid back approach mm. right because so, the thing is when i think about it at that time i was like oh, i'm so laid back but the thing is really and truly we didn't have nothing pushing us mm. at that point we didn't feel like okay you know what that's my goal let me try reach that i didn't have n we didn't have no one that we mm. could say okay because the year above we didn't have really no one going to great places anyways mm. either like they just a couple may might have been going to university but the the thing was like we was all winging honestly like that's exactly how it was so that's the big contrast that we're mm. showing at this point is that okay now we're in 2021 what is it like for the smartest now in these kind of spaces education and everything else 
um to be honest i would say i honestly from when i was in school i would say it wasn't significantly that different like that's why i say it's very much luck you know like firstly like teach first only really like it came about when i was sort of starting year seven eight kind of i I think it was like quite a new thing at that point yeah and so it was like very lucky that they just threw in all these like very young kind of people but like i would say the general concept and to be honest is why i moved you know like i think i realized by year 11 that like you know there was something to your environment and how it impacted the way you learn i think i knew through my gccs that i had let myself down a little bit because i just didn't care no one this is the thing it was very much day by day like it would just be like everyone in the library but like nobody working like it was just like library was like a motive it was like people would be there from different oh, definitely faster schools was a motive. it was like literally like <laughs> different people from yeah. all the local schools would be like there was no work being done anywhere and I, and I think that's that's massively like was still very much the case and I think if you would talk to the majority of the people I was around that's still very much the case when I went to sick form a lot of my, like when I went to the college like a lot of my friends stayed at sick form straight vibes no work <laughs> do you know what I mean like yeah, they were no. just and, the contrast and is so much different because the way you look at it, like, it's vibes and whatnot like legit like how ours vibes when I say to you I used to look at some people I used to think you know what yeah are you actually coming to six one just to eat the food that you're given bro like, people used to play cards people used to, yeah, play, bro. we used to play cards people learn how to play like all sorts of things and you know the thing is like people used to skip lessons all the time 100%. Like, i remember i must have done my it coursework of two years in Space three weeks literally going like, literally like a lot of my friends left us like that that was that was what it was you know like it was a lot of like it was a lot of trial and that's why a lot of them dropped out after like halfway through slash at the end of the first year because like they didn't have the grades to continue or yeah. well they didn't have the grades to continue i feel like it got a bit stricter in that like you can't just like move it you know what i mean like it was it was a lot of like um it, it, it was a lot of that and i, I actually worried that it's still like yeah. that it, it's still I, and I, it's it's the, it's the fact that the culture in these schools that are fostered, it's, it's not like definitely a, the culture. It's not like a like what can you achieve because you know what it is, and it is part of the not seeing it. So if you can't see it, if you don't know yeah. anyone in these institutions or in these spaces that like you want to be in, how how can you even think about getting there? Do you know what I mean? But like, like this is why I stress for me that it was luck. It was right person, right place, right couple people, right right friends in the right place. Like. Like, I'm very lucky. The group of friends I had from year seven are still very much some of the closest people in my life now. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. we've all No, su- you're always going to get those kind of support. Exactly. No, no, no. And, and to be agree, honest, you know what? Agree. You know what? Yeah. On that note, yeah. Like, this episode in itself is going to be very informative but due to the points yeah. that you're making. You're, you're dropping so many gems. Like, I've barely spoken. I've literally, I've laid back in the last 20 minutes, just li- like 25, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, God knows, <laughs> just listening to you because you're dropping so much game, like so much that people can, can take from. So, like, I'd, yeah. I'd literally, no, I like, this w- is going to be of help so we like we really appreciate you coming down. Like you've been a you've been a brilliant guest. Brilliant. You're you're, you're welcome to come back in no, whenever no, we'll, you we'll want. We'll definitely do a part two because um, I think I think a lot of people will probably be intrigued and probably uh, want to know different aspects of maybe even uh, you potentially mentoring later on and how that holds. You know what the outlook of that might be, but definitely um, I'll definitely um, want to say thank you for coming down. No really appreciate that. Like, Liba might say he he was dropping down thirty for thirty minutes because, funny enough, I was exact I was exactly the same. 
because I'm literally listening to the experience of what it was like for you to go to you know university like Oxford. So I was literally taking in the whole experience itself. So um, no, I, I definitely want to say I thank you very much. Thank you very that. much. Thank yeah. You, thank you very, very uh, much. And I hope um, I, I hope it's going to be the same like for the viewers too. You know. No, like no, we hope so. Literally, or honestly, or the listeners as well. Um, another thing I'd definitely say for the viewers and the listeners, um, definitely drop a comment down and potentially if you are you know um wanting to you know um want uh like if you want to get on, feedback no no i wouldn't only say feedback but if you're thinking about applying to a place like Oxford or anything else and you have some of these yeah. questions comment and then we have we'll have our guests here hopefully you know try to respond to some of these questions 100%. or what we'll do also is if there's like a more of a demand and everything else we'll definitely drop down the email if you want to be contact and then yeah etc no, these guys know how to no no, me, no so definitely if you, ever, if you ever need also like and you can always contact through the Oxford um, Somsock like oh, Instagram. Definitely. I think there's a Twitter too. Um, you can comment through that. You can contact them through there. And also like the Cambridge lot. Also any of the London lot. As long as anybody and everybody is willing yeah. to help. So oh, definitely, definitely just reach out to them. Reach out to people. Definitely. I agree with that. Support. Yeah. Um, it's always good to have a network of people to help. So we'll give the floor <laughs> back to you, Lee. Go yeah, on. So, so on that note, yeah, yeah like, share, subscribe. Um, yeah, all of yeah. that, all of that, all of that, man. Definitely, I'd it's say true. hopefully for the next one, it's gonna be probably a bit of a, I'd say a bit of a different episode. Hopefully, um, you know, the thing is, which would like we said in the previous episode that we went through the whole introductionary uh, episode, then we went on to talking about what it was like growing up in England and everything else, and what it was like for our previous guests that we had. Um, and then now what we're doing is about the whole inside of having someone like our guest here today who, you know, went through, excelled martial and academia, finished at Oxford and everything else. And then hopefully for the next episode, we've got a little different thing going on. So I'd say episode by episode is going to be a bit more different. Yeah, so 100%. hopefully, yeah. 100%. It's um, like th- this episode... It, it's, it's literally the longest duration so far. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> But I think... I, <laughs> now, I say definitely, this is this is gems. Like, this is definitely for those that were always intrigued about knowing. Like, me and myself, of course, we've never been to these kind of establishments, but I always want to know what it's like or what's the process like. I always wondered, okay, you know, I knew there was a selection period, like a process, I mean, going on and everything else, but I didn't know it was, like, that structured. Like, of course, it's going to be structured, but... It's rigorous, like no joke. So definitely, yeah. Yeah. So I like. I'll take two. Yeah. Like, share, <laughs> yeah. subscribe. Like, share, subscribe. Definitely. Drop a comment. Drop a comment. Feedback. Please. Yeah. Definitely. Any pointers? And yeah, man. That. This is all about you know giving insight into our communities. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying. So hey, bro, I'm trying to wrap it up. Wrap it up. My bad. My bad. Wrap it. Wrap it. I need so, the yeah. toilet, man. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. All right. <laughs>